Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Recorded live. Daniel Watts, what's up, girls? Started writing a little, just a little section. First, and I was thinking of you for the style.
Whoa, 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 whoa. You all are late. And see, the Bible says.
have no idea what it is. I don't, like, I don't even think it's a thing. A lot of it in my life.
I'm going to beat it like domestic violence. Kill the sin from within. Moment of silence. With my lyrics, I'm creator, so call me a stylist. God, my plug, and I'm connected like Verizon Wireless. I get a word from the heart home, and you're not a hollering. I'm different to myself like I was an island. I'm still smiling, paying my dues like it's out my pocket. Satan blocked me, but God's will, he cannot stop it. So stop it. And follow God like Isaiah the prophet. And when you make a mess, give it to God, you cannot mop it. He helped you beat it like God, me and God undefeated. Before my time, I was called when I was defeated. I'm King James, but I'm feeling like a Michael Jack. I grab the mic and they be looking like it's Michael Beck. I'm going harder and harder like Irma in Florida or Noah or like Katrina when she went through New Orleans. I'm still dreaming, seeking and searching the meanings, dealing with legions, fighting, getting rid of my demons. But God gave me reason. He told me it's my season. Gave him my life so I guess we're even. Uh, I'm still dreaming, seeking and searching the meanings, dealing with legions. Fighting, getting rid of my demons. But God gave me reason. He told me it's my season. Gave him my life so I guess we're even. Uh, still writing on man, but I'm going in. Stay up.
president of the United States of America. And I remember the teacher calling me and pulling me to the side. And she didn't realize what she was doing, but she was doing it anyway. And she was like, David, I don't think you're going to be able to be the president, so you should probably pick something else. And in the third grade, I was crushed. I was really crushed. I was like, wow. So I'm not smart enough to be the president? Like, really? So with that being said, um, growing up, I never really tried to chase my dreams. I always did what other people told me from that day forward. Whatever someone said, oh, you'll be good at this, you'll be good at that. That's what I just would decide to do. So eventually when I got finished with high school and I went to college, I was like, I either want to go to the NBA or I don't know what I want to do. And my mom said, you should be an engineer because they make a lot of money. So I started off majoring in engineering. And I didn't know what the heck an engineer was. That's not something I love, you know. So thankfully, I went through some hard times in college, but it didn't break me. You know, it actually made me stronger as a man. Uh, I'm talking about things from, you know, breaking up with my longtime girlfriend. She cheated on me. Um, uh, one of my best friends got murdered while I was in college. Um, me and my roommate, we fell out. You know, just all type of crazy stuff I was going through. But it made me stronger, and I didn't quit. Uh, I went to college because I was really on a mission to change my whole life. So with that being said, um, I got my act together. I focused. And I became a better man for it. The main thing is I pursued something I was passionate about, all right? I'm passionate about math. I love numbers. I love people. So I became a businessman. And upon graduating, I said, you know what? I want to teach math to others. So I became a math teacher, literally. But I've always loved hip-hop. And after teaching for a little while, I realized that being a hip-hop artist is how I could really have an impact on the whole entire world. So then that's when D1 was really born. And I've been doing my thing rapping for the past few years. And now, I put a song out last year called Sally Maybach. If you haven't heard it, you need to search it, Google it, Facebook it, YouTube it. Got millions and millions of views. And it's a song about paying off my student loans. You feel me? Paying off my student loans. Because that's real to me. I had to take out loans to go to college. So, when that happened, the song blew up. And ultimately, Sally May and I, we ended up linking up and joining forces. And we say, you know what? We're going to do the D1 Knowledge for College Tour. That's right. We're going to do the Knowledge for College Tour to where we go all around the country and we impact students to where they understand the importance of going to college. So that's a little bit about me. I recently signed a record deal with RCA Records. My debut album comes out November the 10th. Um, it's called Slingshot Baby. Get ready for that fire, that heat. You dig? And that's pretty much me. So I'm just trying to
Another reason is you can literally expand your network by going to college. I met so many people that weren't just from New Orleans, like me. I met people from Houston, from California, from New York. What y'all saying in these countries? I'm from Africa. What you say? I'm from Africa. I can't see. Oh, y'all, y'all leaving the comments so fast. I'm going to get to you. I'm going to get to your comments later. I'm going to get to them later. Yeah. So, that's, but that's, that's a couple things about graduating from college. It honestly changed my life. Um, you might be the first person in your family to go to college, and that might be intimidating. Don't let that intimidate you. Let that motivate you. That's right. Don't let it intimidate you. Let it motivate you. You can literally change the course of the rest of your family's legacy and history by being the first person to graduate from college. If that applies to you. I mean it, right? Now, some people say, D, I want to go to college, but how do I pay for college? All right, when it comes to paying for college, there's a few ways. One of them, it starts with an S. Anybody know what that is? What's one way to pay for college? It starts with an S. It's called scholarships. That's right, scholarships. Now, scholarships are free money. You understand me? Scholarships are free money, yo. This is money you do not have to ever pay back to anyone. There you go. So scholarships are something that why don't more people just get scholarships? You know why? Because you have to apply for scholarships. You hear I me? Mean? You have to apply for scholarships. Some people are lazy. Some people don't know how to apply. This is one important part of the D1 Knowledge Tour. We have a website where literally you can go click on this one link. This is how easy it is. You click on this one link on this website, and all of a sudden it brings you to a page where you can sign up for a scholarship search tool that gives you access to billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of scholarships. It's SallyMay.com slash D1 Knowledge. D-E-E, the number one, knowledge. SallyMay.com slash D1 Knowledge. Now, if you're a student right now, let's see if you're really about that life. I want you to go to that website. Soon we get done here tonight, right? If you're a parent, let's see if you're about that life and you encourage your students to go there. Or you go there and you make them come sit down next to you and they pay attention while y'all collectively search for those scholarships, right? That's what it is. Another way to pay for college starts with a G. Anybody know what that is? Anybody? I'm looking in the comments. I'm looking in the comments. What's another way to pay for college that starts with a G? Huh? It's grants. There you go. Grants. Very good. So grants, that is another thing. That is free money. Grants are free money. Somebody said good grades. It's grants. Grants, that's free money. All you have to do to apply for grants is fill out your FAFSA form. F-A-F-S-I. We need to have a talk. You know you told us that there's nothing to be afraid of when the lights flash. But that doesn't mean he's still not scared of the dark. Hey, we're not always going to tell you when we're scared of the dark of any kind. It's perfect for making shadows of yourself or your toys. You can make cool designs with just a flashlight. Are you going to give me the time?
fuck is that nigga doing?
Hey guys, I've taken some time to edit the extended police scanner audio of the Las Vegas shooting. This video is as much for everybody as it is for the prostitutes of mainstream media. You guys need to start doing your job. You need to tell the truth, even if it doesn't fit your narrative. In the scanner video, you're going to hear police say that they heard and saw shots from halfway up in the hotel, from the fairgrounds, from gate seven. Multiple shots they said were fired from the center of the hotel. Shots were fired a third of the way up. Police also heard shots fired from floors 29 to 32. And you're also going to hear police say that they confirmed at least two shooters. If you want to see the extended version of the police scanner audio, you guys get something positive out of this video. Subscribe to the channel, give it a thumbs up, and share this video. Vey.
despicable incident that happened in Las Vegas. If you did not know, I'm sure you do at this point, but the number right now is that 50 people have been shot and gunned down with over 500 injuries. This happening so close to home, guys, Las Vegas is an hour light. Like, rattles me. The vlogs are usually lighthearted and they're usually fun, but I think when stuff is this serious and people like me with the voice, with an audience, can somehow affect or change or mend the situation, I think it's our responsibility to do so. So I just want to say, if um, you live in Las Vegas or know anyone that lives in Vegas, my heart is with you. The Logan's heart is with you. Stay strong. The world is rooting. It's happened so often. At this point, they're almost getting brushed off. Like, oh, it's just like that That thing happened. That's horrible. This shouldn't be like a, a daily thing. Like, that's disgusting. Human beings need to change. I'm tired of seeing the hashtag pray for Orlando Pray for parents. Pray for Vegas. Like, thoughts and prayers aren't working anymore. We need to f***ing do something. So what I'm going to ask you to do and ask you to ask other people around you to do is emanate kindness. Positivity, spread light, laughter, humor, smiles. Like, man, everyone, like, it, people are so negative. You never know when someone's going to need that little bit of that little bit of light in their life. That, that maybe this guy, uh, his name is Stephen Paddock. Maybe if Stephen Paddock, someone said something to him that was nice or something, maybe he wouldn't have done that. That's the first step I think you can find. You reach it yourself. Start with kindness and positive. Eventually, one day, we won't have to worry about this bullshit anymore. Okay. Back to the regular vlog. All right. It's a bit weird because now we're in a little bit weird of a moment, but we're going to start a light. Little joke. Brendan is wearing a public stock. He's loose, bro. We're not right now. He's going, uh, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
actually have something serious to talk about. I got this letter today from the HOA. It says, in addition, we have been advised that you have two dogs in your unit. That is violation of the association CCNRs. That stands for Public Land Shops and Relays. The man is hereby made that you correct this violation. <laughs> I said something very similar. <laughs> Seriously, though, um, because, like, we, we don't have anywhere to go. I want to see before Aria. Like, does anyone think you watch Aria or something? I don't know. Or would you have to, like, get your other person to finish? Uh, I don't know. If I, like, I want Aria out, it's like, You would, you would really be with your dog? Yeah. Okay. Come to my house. I'm buckling your seatbelt for you. Ride my car. Not through my ticket. See you later. Try to get in the car. Why does he care? He's not even. You don't even care? No, I don't think he's in the car right now. Tell me if you don't. Get in my car. Get in my car. All right, first off. Was the last time you actually cared about the moon? Shut the front door! I'm a vlogger! I vlog! Fuck everybody! Alright, Evan, let's go get you some food. You're a growing dwarf. Hope you enjoy driving with Logan.
it's done in Egypt. That wasn't the devil. That was God. I hate to tell you, Puerto Rico, but you've thrown our budget a little out of whack because we spent a lot of money on Puerto Rico, and that's fine. We saved a lot of lives. If you look at the uh, – every death is a horror. But if you look at a real catastrophe like Katrina and you look at the tremendous hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that died and you look at what happened here was really a storm that was –
one hotel in Atlanta. I just be cute. DJ Quick is making sleep on him. Okay. 
Um, not really. Just thirty cents per minute. So, <laughs> so we're waiting for somebody to provide with us. Did you close this or not?
There you go. At the bottom left-hand side, the bottom left, it should be a, a unmute button. Should be like at the bottom left-hand side, like a little microphone. And then next to it is an arrow. You can click that arrow to se select your microphone. Yo, you can hear me? You good? Yeah, I can hear you properly. One second. Right. We're still getting set up. We're going to be on our way here. Okay, cool. So how did you hear about us? Um, one of my friends um, would, would share every time you guys go live. And um, just seeing it in the stream every now and then and click and play on random videos and... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Heard it and it kind of caught my attention and I've been watching ever since. Mm. 
Testing. You can hear me clearly? Um, check it again. Testing, testing. It's a little low now. A little muffled. Kind of low. Right when you came. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, one, one. Little low. Testing one, two, three. Okay, testing. loud, loud. If you can go, in, if you can go in between what you just had, you'll be good. Okay, am okay. I good like this? Yeah, that's great. Okay. Okay, what about this testing one, two, three? Loud or too low or is that good? You guys talk at the same time. Let me hear. All right, testing All right, one, testing. two, three, one, two, one, two three, one, three, one, A, B, one, C, one. D, E, F, G. I'm the better looking one. Yeah, you come down a little bit, uh, Terrell. Is it Terrell or Terrell? Terrell. Come down just a little bit and we'll be good. Okay, what about now? Another test three. Testing one, two, four, 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 one, 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 one. All right, now let me record it with my voice as well, and we'll listen to the playback. All right, check one, two, check one, two. Y'all go ahead. Four, 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 right. Seven. Check, check. All right, let me listen to it back just to be 100% sure. I'll be able to do a lot of stuff in post, too, so uh, as far as the audio, but let's see about the live show. Two, check one, two. Y'all go ahead. Four, 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 four. All right. Four, four. Check, check. Let's try. Okay, we're good. We're good. I'm going to have my earbuds in. It was a little echo, but I'm going to have my earbuds in. So we're, we're good. Loud and clear. Give me one sec. I just need to get some water. Okay. We're good to go. All right. All right. Here, you do this every single time. You come on. <laughs> I mean, you do it every time. I know you always rush me, and then it's time to do it. You running to go get something to drink. You need to come on. I got to do the session at 1030. You left the door open. And how are you going to do a show and eat 
<laughs> it is video though. <laughs> it's video. Video. Yeah. Live. Yeah. People are gonna be watching us. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And audio. Yeah. So it's gonna oh, be. Oh, we didn't know that. We thought it was just podcast. I. Um, okay. Well, that's what Zoom. Yeah. Zoom. Yeah. Zoom is a video chat. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna extract the audio. Me. I'm gonna extract the audio for the for the audio versions. So who's we, gonna be looking at this though? Uh, we stream live on YouTube. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what? He was gonna. He, he thought I'm gonna get in front of that little thing. Yeah. Well, okay. No. We gotta. Uh, oh, we didn't. Oh, I didn't know. I, when you said podcast, I'm thinking audio only. We didn't even prepare for video. That's let fine. Me, let me you, uh, you got you guys are on the same computer. Uh, yeah, we were on okay. the same computer because we we're, we're, okay. we're working off the same system. Okay. Um, Zoom over there. Okay. I don't move over there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Get, get, I'm sorry. Yeah, give us about. No, it's cool. You good? Yeah. I thought I was going to be able to sneak and eat while you and Reed <laughs> was talking. <laughs> So is your is your back background in the church as well? Yeah, it is. Okay. I was well, I don't say was. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let me think here. Aesthetically speaking. I think I know what we can do, Reed. If I turn my, uh, <clears throat> if we turn this way, and we just have this white as the background, we got to get a light. Oh, boy. He's got to be in front of us.
I say tilt. I say tilt. Tilt the camera down just a little if you can, so it's got less space above your head. There you go. All right. What in the world? Okay. You can still hear us properly. Yes. Testing one, two, three, four. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we're good. We don't need no headphones. Uh, no, we got these. Can okay. Can you hear me coming back out? And as long as I can't hear myself, we're good. Which we're I can't hear myself at all. Okay. So we're good. Great. Okay. I think we are. I think we are ready. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll go ahead and go live. And so what's going to happen is um, it's going to play my intro, and it's about a minute and a half, and you you guys won't be able to hear it, though. So it'll just be a minute and a half of silence, and then I'll come in and do a quick little intro and spiel and thank you, and then we'll just go into conversation. It's really just a hangout conversation, um, you know, nothing scripted too much. I got a couple notes and some questions I want to touch on with you guys. But, uh, yeah, just uh, okay. you know I'm kind of laid back. Well, when will the people be able to see us? Um, when I say welcome to the show, okay, and great. then I, and then it'll go, yeah, perfect. All right, we run, mm-hmm. we we ready to rock and roll then. All right, there we go. What you doing?
Ladies and gentlemen, shalom, shalom. I'm your host, True Seeker, and you're now tuned in to another exciting episode of the True Seeker podcast. You guys know that we like to come on here and have discussion with people about spirituality, people from all walks of life, you know what I'm saying? No matter the background, belief system, all of that stuff, we just like to talk to interesting people who have a piece of the puzzle. And so I really believe that we all have a piece and we can take our piece of the puzzle put it together and see if it formulates a picture. And so we've been getting a lot of feedback lately, man. We've been growing a lot. A lot of people are subscribing on the podcast and the YouTube end as well with the live video and all that good stuff. So I'm super duper excited to be live with you guys again tonight. So um, I want to say a quick thank you to everybody. Uh, we're at the first of the month. Everybody who is su supporting the show and my music on Patreon, patreon.com backslash truthseeker. You guys mean the world to me. Um, allowing me to do this full time now. So thank you guys again from the bottom of my heart, everybody who's given over there. And if you would like to give, you get exclusive music, you get uh, special podcasts and all kinds of stuff. I'm just kind of making it creative over there and just trying to add things over there to give to you guys uh, just a little something extra, man, for, for just, you know what I'm saying, supporting and making this all possible. So there's a bunch of new music uploaded over there. Go over there and check it out. All the new stuff that I up every. Every new song I do, I upload it over there. People are asking me, when's a new album coming out? There's tons of new music over there, and it's exclusive for the people who, who are supporting on Patreon. I want to say a huge thank you to uh, Canto, Jerry Canto, and uh, he, he just uh, gave a donation. Thank you so much, man. I've I seen that. Um, you're host, holding it down in the chat room, everybody in the chat room live. Thank you so much for the donation. It means a lot. So uh, tonight's show... Like I said, we're just going to have some interesting people on here. We're going to have a discussion and it just formulated with, with this show is to have people on who I think would make a good discussion and give you guys insight to it and let you guys be able to hear a discussion with some really cool people. So tonight we have Larry Reed and Terrell Hill, AKA Buddha of the Larry Reed live show. What's going on brothers? How y'all doing? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? Did I get the name right, man? Terrell. No, you messed it all. Terrell. It's Terrell. Truth seeker, and you can't even get my name. it's interchangeable, man. Terrell and Terrell. I know you got it all your life. <laughs> no, it's just for people of your color. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Off the back. The Terrell Buddha Hill. You can leave white okay. people alone. We love white people. I yeah. love white people. Yes, we do. Man, look, <laughs> thank you guys for coming on, hanging out with me tonight, uh, spending some time with me and my um, audience here. Um, I like to talk to people about spirituality and, um, and everything in between, Christianity, religion, no religion or whatnot. Um, one of my friends, um, Cortez, he would always post whenever you guys go live. And so yeah. I would always see um you guys popping up in the stream whenever y'all were live mm -hmm. and finally just you know clicking on random stuff on facebook when you sit there scrolling um click one of y'all's live sessions man and just you know what i'm saying from the back i really loved it i love you guys uh keep it lighthearted and touch about um really deep subjects sometimes or even places that a lot of people don't want to go and you guys are, you're, are speaking on it with a comedic edge mm -hmm. and i think that's awesome for right now because sometimes like Dealing with the church folks, everybody wants to be so serious. Sometimes you have to laugh at this stuff. If not, you'll freak out. Like if you yeah. take yourself too serious, man, because I think a lot of people in, in these circles do. So 
to see you guys with the comedic edge, man, and what you guys are doing. I think you guys are blowing up. I think your numbers are increasing. And I'm a fan of the show, man. And that's how I found you guys. I didn't know anything about the gospel music. I didn't know anything about the background or nothing like that. It just started with Larry Reed Live. So, uh, cool. thanks. yeah, man, thanks th- th- Thanks for coming on hanging out with me. It means a lot. Definitely. Cool, cool. So, um, my my background a little bit. I w- I was in the church doing gospel hip hop. So oh, okay. white white Christian rapper who uh you know saying not 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 to brag, but I was I was one of the ones who kind of had everything on deck, all the merch, all the the okay. t shirts, the sick the stickers, the CDs. You know what I'm saying? I took it serious, man. I did it since like 2004 to about 2011, 2012, and so mm-hmm. was wow. doing uh, Christian hip hop and uh, had an awakening kind of just to. Uh, having supernatural encounters, spiritual experiences and mm-hmm. things like that, that were kind of outside of the realm of the Bible, or you couldn't talk about it with church people. And it kind of just opened me up to a broader audience. So mm-hmm. that's why I, that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about tonight, uh, talking about like reconciling faith of where you guys are now and how it still ties in, or if it does at all, because I'm kind of mm-hmm. new to, to, you know what I'm saying, to your platform okay. um, without being too long winded, man. Um, you guys, uh, were in the church, you were into the apostolic prophetic movement, preaching and doing gospel music, right? Larry, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Well, Larry and V. Terrell. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Both of you guys. So what, what was it like the kind of, um, like the last straw that you'll say, okay, I'm, I'm leaving this, this church organization and what they, what they about. Well, well, the way that it happened, I mean, just to keep it really, really, really short, we were grinding 100%. Always have been head in the business and getting the job done. Absolutely. And that's just how, how it always was. And from what I understand from knowing his mom and his dad, he's always been that kind of way. And just so happened, our paths crossed. And so I was already doing the grind. And then he just came along and match his ground with my ground, and we began to just set up churches. We began to go around different countries and set up churches, and then I began to release my music and really got heavily into the gospel music side, which really was our interest into the entertainment industry. Like Although gospel music is a small niche market, it's still a part of the entertainment industry. And so we began to work and work and work with Billboard and reporting our sales and our numbers, and we began to realize that the whole film, TV, digital show platform thing, which has always been a part of what we're doing, we were doing with churches because we always had to simulcast, meaning we were here in America and shooting it to other countries. And we always have to deal with different leaders in different countries. And right. so we already on this platform with the behind the scene. So then we started on stream and get more into it. We got on Christian TV, Word Network, T. CT, I don't forgot the name of them places now. All them. Uh, all, all them. All them. All them, all them. <laughs> and, so, and so the Inspiration Network noted what we were doing, and they want us to train other um, churches on how to put, get their broadcast on. Let's travel my books and music and doing and doing and doing and doing. And then eventually we just started paying more attention to the streaming and the digital side of things. And so when we had this epiphany, I must say, I would say encounter that we needed to move to Atlanta, Georgia. And so we had the main church. The main church was in Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina. So I just decided to move here and continue to keep the church there. But this really, when I began to touch this, I knew this is where we belong. And so in doing that, it really sort of just 
open up a whole different conversation because this kind of platform, you can have a very intimate conversation. When you're the pulpit at church, you really can't have that intimate conversation. Right. So when I started just talking every week, you know, with the phone in my face, then people begin to pay attention. I say, you know what? This is really what I'm supposed to be doing. This is the what I've always talked about, reaching the world and da 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 da. You know, so I'm just going to be myself. And our relationship that you see on Larry Live every Monday at seven o'clock, that is our real relationship. It was the same way on the road. <laughs> All the time because because then you tell me he he started as like my personal assistant right and was like the man to my two kids you know and me and my wife at the time I ain't married no more you know but yeah so it just it just happened right right um, so go ahead you good um, for me I think my quote unquote epiphany happened in Las Vegas mm-hmm. um, we were at the Stella Awards if you're familiar with the Stella Awards yeah. Too. I guess arguably the biggest gospel award show mm-hmm. out. And uh, we were doing something called Hollywood Confidential. And they were talking mm-hmm. about, they were talking about how if you want to move further in your career, you have to leave the city you're in. Yeah. And naturally we were in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's not much there, <laughs> you know, as it relates to entertainment and what I felt in my heart, I was supposed to be doing personally. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I'm not going to be able to be where I'm at and grow in what I feel like I'm here to do. So, but my issue was, but my home church and my pastor <laughs> is in Raleigh. And I don't know if you know, but in certain sects of the black Pentecostal church, you don't leave your man of God. You don't leave your church. <laughs> yeah. And I struggle with that inwardly. And yeah. when Reed said, I'm moving to Atlanta, it was like, it was like, this is the moment. Mm-hmm. I instinctively knew this is the moment that happened to me in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. I guess, coming into fruition. And so, uh, like he said, I just we started out traveling back and forth mm-hmm. to the church in Raleigh, and then we went totally digital. And as well as he he was having some revelations that he was sharing with us or enlightenments or, or whatever he want to call it. Yeah, I mean, but I, I had started saying, let me tell you how church folk is. Don't listen. I started saying those revelations and insight ten years I done go. But one of our yeah. panelists is what I was like regular preacher. To me. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. But, but now when they go back and listen to stuff I was saying just like six years ago, like, oh my God, he said the same thing. I don't know nothing new. You just won't listen yeah. to what the heck I was saying. You know, but so now it's just that um everybody get it now. So I had I got rid of the, the tithe and the offering that's totally dissolved even the church name and everything yeah. I was doing. And just really begin to focus on doing the digital TV and radio network. And we set up the whole thing. Like I think you were thanking some of your donors or partners. Right. Mm-hmm. We got people that are partners with us. Right. Here for as little as twenty five dollars a week or a hundred dollars a month that support what we're doing. You know this stuff is expensive. The proper right. software and all that kind of going on. Right. And then if you're going to put your heart in it, you really need to be able to do it full time. But we're not at the place where either one of us you know, can do it full time um, like we're in the church where we were banking. We were banking. <laughs> That's yeah. the allure because when you start <laughs> moving away from some of the traditional yeah. ways of church, you have to move away from that weekly income. That money. <laughs> that money. <laughs> let me let, let me ask you this. So talking about y'all's relationship together, real down to earth, real laid back, funny, mm-hmm. cracking jokes on one another, all that type of stuff. Um, coming into the church, um, the pulpit, was you able to be yourself around 
regular church folks, were they cool with you cracking jokes? And then it's time to take the platform and now let's be serious. And this is what the, the word of the Lord is. And then mm-hmm. come down and still be able to be yourself. Like, where does that tie in? Was you always able to do that freely? Well, I, I'm a very serious person when it comes down to business or anything like that. Even you probably can sense that from talking. I'm, I'm serious yeah. about what, what I do, mm-hmm. but I am going to be myself. So there are so many videotapes and clips you probably can find online if I ain't took them down in private to where I'm in the pulpit. I mean, full blast comedy. I mean, the church is screaming and hollering, okay. you know, because I I wasn't myself, but a lot of people, that wasn't what was put out there, yeah. you know, that wasn't showed on the Word Network. It wasn't showed on TCT. It was not showed on Impact Network. It wasn't on the YouTube clips. And I was laying hands, prophesying, casting out demons and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. You know, but they there were, I always kept my personality as it was. But, of course, you know, people paid more attention to the other part. Yeah. yeah. I, I failed at it. I absolutely failed at it. <laughs> I, I, allowed, I allowed church and its structure yeah. to suffocate who I was. Yeah. One of one of the toughest things um, as I dissolve some of those traditions and teachings, the principles, ideologies is coming back to myself mm-hmm. um, and, and, and not even back to myself, but learning what I never learned about myself before I really got deep into the church. So, no, uh, I think Reed did a way better job than I did at keeping it real um, inside of the church. Mm. So what are, what, what are some things that is new now as far as like spirituality is concerned about, okay, the uh, religion of our fathers, like that's still ingrained in us. That's like a foundation. Yeah. But now as yeah. far as maybe um, inclusion, as far as Jesus dying for sin, does everybody get in? Where is your mindset now when it comes to moving forward and the old rugged cross? Oh, oh, come on. Well, you know, the thing, this, this is how I, how, for me, I don't have any problem with this. Is so funny because my, one of my best, best friends, better than this one sitting right here. Uh, one my of my, <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> well, you know, asked me something about, um, come over there. He asked me something about Jesus this morning in the text feed. Oh, talking about you believe he coming back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come out. Yeah. But do you believe that Jesus is coming back? See, I'm always, you know, I like songs. Christ coming back for a church without fire. Yeah. Oh. If the Lord tarry. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I still like all of those songs. I still sing yeah. them in my personal time. I don't have no problem with the Christian faith or the faith of our forefathers because that is what introduced me to God. For me, that's how I got connected to God. Yeah. And my spirituality comes out of there. So when I sing those songs, I feel very spiritual. I feel very you know, otherworldly, you know, I can get into that realm where you can meditate, you know, and yeah. pray in tongues and, and worship, you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, that it, I can still be spiritual with that. I always have understood it to be a path to be, um, it was talking about Jesus coming back. I, I didn't think about hell. I didn't think about judgment. I thought about, you know, there's, there's a day of reckoning when you, everything you sowed, you're going to reap. So, and that's not, when Jesus come back is today. Jesus, Jesus is back. He's here already. <laughs> and that is your yeah. reaping for what you sow. So that's yeah. how religion always got, was in me. It was never fear-based. Yeah. I was never, you know, caught up on this, that, and the other. Now, there were some traditional things that I held to many years ago, but I let go of those things many years ago because I got more focused on, you know, 
being an example of God in my world, in the entertainment industry where we are now, you know, I can do it if, I, if I'm acting, if I'm dancing, if I'm cracking jokes, just being that light and, and showing people love and stuff, you know, so, yeah. That, yeah, I, I, for me, I, I believed at one time, um, personally, a heaven and a hell. And I believe, you know, if you cuss and smoke and gay, Act too manly as a woman, act too feminine as a man, you're going to hell. Effeminate. But now I I ascribe to more of a personal belief and what the individual believes. So uh, uh, I don't know what you call that, but I call that being me. Um, So so I I personally don't believe in heaven or hell. Um, Like Reese said, I believe that... basically on a principle of what you sow, you reap. Mm -hmm. And your hell and heaven experience has to do with your actions and what you put out. Mm -hmm. And if you want heaven on earth, it's inward. It's not outward. Um, uh, My experience in the black Pentecostal church was we were always crying outward for God to come, come, come. But I believe that he is in us and he is us. And the more we connect with that, the more we get to experience him. Because yeah, and more of ourselves. Of our, yeah, because he is us and we are him. So the more you connect with yourself, the more you connect with God. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with what you're doing, some ritual, whether you go to church every Sunday, give tithe or offering your sexual <laughs> preference, or do you cuss or smoke a drink. That's You should focus on connecting with yourself and being your best self. Did you said something. You said the word inclusion. I don't normally like to, to subscribe to that word. Um, I like to subscribe to interfaith. And the reason for that is because some of the the doctrine of inclusion and, and conversation I heard around um, inclusion and from mm-hmm. what I've studied, I don't know if it isn't. It sounds as though it may, it may be becoming another religion. Right. So I like the denomination for the gays. Yeah. Or for the or for or the four that married fifty eleven times. Right. 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 You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so I don't even want to. I just, I just, if anything, I will use interfaith. So whatever your religion or belief is, if it's love centered, absolutely. And you're talking about loving yourself and loving others and being that, being that light and bringing goodness to the world. Yep, and, okay. and and I know, I don't really subscribe to a right or wrong. I subscribe to good and evil. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and so and which is a totally for me. It's totally different from right and wrong, or right and wrong is relative, mm-hmm. you know, and that can be one sure. of your veins. But when you talk about what brings good to you, what brings good to others, as opposed to what is evil for you and evil for others, I think that is that is what the Bible, the Quran, in this purity, any in any other religion, I believe in this purity. I know religion is man's attempt to to connect people to God. But in its purity, I think that is what all those stories, Moses, Daniel, even story of Jesus, everything's trying to teach us, you know, good and evil, bringing good to yourself and others, you know, and, and what isn't the best for you, you know, to stay, stay away from those things and just live a good life. That's, that's it. That's spirituality to me. And being connected to your humanity and the humanity that's in others. There it you know, is. That's spirituality. There it is. Man, I got so many questions from, <laughs> from the, so many questions to pull out of that. I don't know where to go first. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with this one to kinda kinda weave it in because I know you're like a life coach. 
mm-hmm. and and uh, you're a spiritual counselor. And I don't know, I don't know exactly what you do. If you do like one on one sessions with people with therapy or kind of dealing with childhood wounds and trauma, I don't yeah. know if you if you do that. Yeah, okay, I so got one at ten thirty, we got everyone exactly. Up. <laughs> so, 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 where, so, where does Jesus fit into that with you? Because I do the same thing, and I'm, oh. I'm, I'm out of the church as well. But the Jesus talk wants to come out sometimes. But, <laughs> but I've been in different seasons where I'll go on uh, spiritual talk shows, and I won't, I'll, I'll, I'll like minister biblical truths without, mm-hmm. without mentioning one verse at all. But Thank then there's you. other times where you want to just say, okay, you want to say his name, you want to speak his name. So <laughs> where do you reconcile that, you know what I'm saying, with your, your personal time with your clients and people that you're helping out? Well, you know, because I did pass the 20 years in a Christian black Pentecostal church, mm-hmm. I, I, I had a whole lot of different goings on when it came to the counseling couch. And okay. over 15 years ago, maybe, well, about 10 years ago, strong, um, and definitely the last seven years, I just 86 it out of my, my counsel sessions. I, I took it out of, it, first of all, it just fell out of my daily life and my daily conversation, and then it just bled over into my counsel session. Everybody's on a journey towards whatever Jesus is for them, yeah. you know, and what they call them or whatever. But ultimately, the principles that Jesus taught, you find them laying all over the world. And basically, everybody is basically trying to get back to themselves and, and reconnect to God and that path, some call it Jesus, some call it this, some call it different things. And so I don't really find a need to Jesus folk over the head. But if I'm talking to people that are Christians or I'm in the church yeah. or I'm on a platform that is for that, I'm going to use the Bible because in the Bible, the universal principles are there. All of those things are there. You know, it's a little muddy and you got to do a little piece of digging you know, but it's there, you know, that you can get on that path, you know, and, and, and get and reconnect to God. You know, so I don't have any problem with not using his name. I don't have any problem with using his name. For me, Jesus is God, but Jesus is not God for everybody else. You know, you know but, but everybody's trying to get to God. You know, so I just, that's how I use it. Yeah, it's like when I talk to my parents who are still heavily, I'm talking about they was, my, <laughs> my mom was telling my dad was casting out demons this past Friday. That's about <laughs> heavily in the black Pentecostal church. When I'm speaking to them about spiritual things, I use their language yeah. to get the conversation across. Mm-hmm. So I'm, so it's not a matter of your God over there, my God over there. And mm-hmm. if I say Jesus, then I'm, I'm weakening my stance for religious freedom. Mm-hmm. I think it's about if we're going to have the conversation, you know, what, the, what did Paul say? You know the Bible. When I don't know which one. He, he said a whole branch. When you were wrong, you do as the wrong. Oh, yeah. Do like the wrong man. Yeah, that scripture. So, like, when I'm talking with them, I say, I say, you know, Jesus, so and so and so. But then if I'm, if when I, I Uber and I got a passenger in my car and I don't know their belief, I might say the universe or mm-hmm. good energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But basically, I'm saying the same thing. It's the exact yeah. same thing. Ain't yeah. no difference. It's, yeah. it's no, no difference. And I, and, I, and I believe this with all my heart. If you believe something and you hold that belief in the spirit of God, you don't care what nobody else believes. And it's not <laughs> right. offensive to you. Right. right. But if you hold your belief in ego, yeah. if you hold your belief in That's narcissism, right. That's right. you are going to feel this, this, this energy that you may call the anointing, and you may call a, a push from the divine to, to push 
to push your agenda. Right. That same spirit is what's driving what's happening in our nation everywhere. Yeah. That just happened in Las Vegas. That happened at Pulse. That's happening in the White House. That's happening in a whole lot of churches. It's this. It's that. That, that ain't no God up in there. Yeah, I study. I study a lot of Eastern religions just as far as like all the religions to see like. Because, you know, the church teaches us to study them and find out what makes us different. Why are we a peculiar people? But I like to study them now on this side to say, okay, what makes us the same? We're like, they, they're teaching us That's to say it. this is different, but we look, like you said, the Holy Spirit. Like every religion or, or every nation has a word for what they call the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. In Eastern mysticism, they call it the yep. Kundalini. They call yep. it Tachyon energy in Egypt, yep. the Great Spirit, like Every religion has something and speaking in tongues, that's practice in every yep. religion. That's Tithing true. is practice and all of these similar things, man. And like when oh, you start, come on now. <laughs> so when you start bringing this stuff up to religious people, man, they, they get, they get irate, man. This is what I do. I deal with a lot of religious people coming out of the church. Right. And they need somebody to talk to without being condemned or somebody speaking their language who's not going to condemn them or whatever for, for having supernatural encounters and stuff like that. Um, so there's a lot of different places we, we can go. And I know we're kind of limited to, uh, on time, but so I love to talk about supernatural encounters. And I know we talk about the Holy ghost and falling right, out. We <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe in none of it. Just, <laughs> I love to talk about supernatural encounters. Right. So in, in the church, casting out demons, all that kind of stuff is, it's, it's a supernatural thing, but mm-hmm. essentially, I'm sure you've studied that we, we kind of bring that down to earth. Like casting out demons is just simply uh, changing the way somebody uh, believes or somebody functions or whatever and, 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 and releasing trauma and stuff that's been with them their whole life or even with their generations dealing with that stuff. Yeah, you call it casting out our demons or childhood I think, I think that's the or, practical or the clinical, um, what you're saying now is the practical or clinical lens and mm-hmm. looking at casting out demons, yeah. Yeah. Um, so have you ever had any, any supernatural encounters with any type of like negative entities or any, anything like that? Ghosts, UFOs, anything like that? Have, have you, Larry Reed? Have you? <laughs> <laughs> so many. So, 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 so many. And I'm, I still do. I guess I would be a modern day exorcist. I mean, I still do house cleansing. Yeah. I still, you know, get contact from people who are troubled with demons and mm-hmm. And go meet them up and cast them out. I still do that, you know. So um, I believe in the supernatural, you know. Yeah. And the supernatural is very real. Energy is real. Let's just yeah. that. Well, a lot of people I don't believe in demons. Yeah. Don't believe energy in ghosts. Okay, well, do you believe in energy? Right. It's real. And houses can be haunted. People can be possessed. People can be vexed. People can be hexed. Um, and I've seen it myself, you know. And had I not experienced, now I do believe that a belief, wherever you put value, you put power. And I believe that if you have a, a a strong absurdity as relates to the supernatural and the negative, meaning like demons and ghosts, yeah. then you're going to attract certain energy. And some of that's going to be what you thought up and what you created because you are a spirit and you can invite and invoke energy. Right. You know, so I believe that happens a whole leap, you know, <laughs> you know, but it is, there is um, definitely a supernatural world in the spirit world. And it does affect our emotions mm-hmm. and it does affect our thoughts and our behaviors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't believe at all. <laughs> me? Yeah. Oh, I'm just cut kind of, no, what, what I what I what I really, really believe uh-huh. is that number one, energy is real. Mm-hmm. 
And what probably, in my opinion, what a lot of religious people call demons and Mm -hmm. spirits, you can sort of interchange with energy. Mm -hmm. Somebody was molested and they're holding that energy in their soul. Mm-hmm. And they need to, like you said, release it. Mm-hmm. Well, the way that some of us were taught was, in the name of Jesus, come out. And they holler, ah, I want to be free. Ah! And then they come out and they flap, you know. But I, I think that part of it, maybe the, the, uh, the uh, what's the Theatrics word? or? I was going to use theatrics of mm-hmm. it is more because we were taught. That's when the only you, way. When you release that energy, when you release the demon, you have to go through those changes. But the reality is I was in my room Monday, last Monday meditating, and I released about, I'd say about 10 years worth of energy. I didn't flip, I didn't flop, I cried. But yeah. I didn't flip and flop and beat walls because I, because I just, I think that a lot of it's psychological. That demon came out. No, well. Thank you. He set you free. Did he touch you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, man. But that just shows you like how powerful, the, you know, what I'm saying the brain is or imagination is. And I found out that like when we're talking about the spirit realm and the supernatural encounters, whatever you believe in. And this is so much intrigue just for the universe in itself in general. Mm-hmm. Whatever you believe in, you, like you can seek it out and find it. That's yeah, even with if, if we look at just the Bible by itself, whatever belief system you have that. Uh, that a woman's supposed to cover her head or in any type of, of doctrine, or you believe in that, uh, you know, men can have multiple wives, like they will live their life and, and do that. But when it right. comes into the, the spiritual realm, man, you start attracting things there or you begin to look for things. And I mean, I've dealt with so many people, uh, even some groups in Atlanta, like the, the um, black Hebrew Israelites and the way mm-hmm. they read the Bible, the way they interpret the Bible, mm-hmm. it's truth to them. And it shapes the way that they yeah. view society, even though it, it may not be right. And it may be totally wrong. Like, go ahead. This is your show, but I will, I will say it may be good. It may be evil. And the only reason why I just get rid of it, the whole right and wrong thing is mm-hmm. it's so relative, you know. But when it comes to good and evil, if what they are believing and the way they're interpreting yeah. what they're interpreting makes them view society at, um, in a condescending, judgmental, critical, yeah, they think the devil, yeah, blue-eyed devil, <laughs> right? You know, you know. But if but if they see it like that, mm-hmm. then I think that is that is an evil doctrine. Yeah. I think that that is a, a, and I don't think it's pure. When religion, no matter what it is, is pure, you're going to find in my, what I believe in, what I find in my experience, when the religion is pure, that person experiences the love of God. Mm-hmm. And, and the love of God can't be faked. You know, yeah. so it's just, and it's, and it's in them, they have it for themselves and they have it for others. I um, agree with you, and I think that anything that helps you not to do what this man did the other day, and uh, and okay. and you know, what I'm saying in in Vegas, whatever okay. you got to do not to do that, <laughs> whatever religion you involved with, if it brings you peace and understanding, no matter how crazy it is, <laughs> if it works for you to make you a better person Come and on. more peaceful, I'm for it. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's like 
you know what I'm saying? If, if you are in a peaceful Islam, if you are in Hinduism mm-hmm. or the Southern Baptist Convention, like I don't care what you're part of, if it makes you a better person, Jehovah's Witness. I had a Jehovah's Witness come over the other day and I, I just went back and forth with him on a peaceful tip. I said, look, I don't want to be converted to your religion, but I enjoy this, con- this religious conversation with you because I don't have it too much anymore. And he was like a genuinely peaceful, loving dude who cared for my soul or whatever, you know. And, and to that point, when, when I first converted out of the traditional church, if you will, I carried the language like, oh, they're they so stupid over there. They <laughs> I think we all did. Every <laughs> Sunday, and I lost yeah. their minds. And then I had to realize I'm being a hypocrite of my own message <laughs> yeah. because it's working for someone. At one yeah. time, it worked for me. It did. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. I, so, it did. Yeah, so I had to change my language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's so cool, man, because like it's like a lot of condemnation and stuff that, that comes with it. Have you received a lot of backlash from I know I know you I know you I know you were talking about your departure when you at when you told them you was going to move to another church. How was that received when you told them? Did they you know what I'm saying? Did they bless you and say, OK, brother, we bless you. You guys go out and, and, and do what you're supposed to do. Or did the backlash start there? Oh, you can't leave. The, you know. God don't want you to leave yet. You, you, you know what well, I'm saying? Uh, you are not released. Me? Yeah. No, that was his church. <laughs> oh. when, when I was saying that I didn't know if I was going to be, I didn't know how I was going to move forward and still be a part of the church I was going his to. His church. It was, it was his church. Okay. okay I okay. held it. When he, how was he? I mean, how was y'all's relationship? Did, any, did he? No, well, I was, you know, I'm, I'm dedicated to the call. I, I, I followed my gut all the way yeah. to this place right here. My gut said, my gut said stay. My heart said, I don't know how long you're going to be able to stay. And I was thinking about this yesterday. I, every time I probably should have made a, a, a step to move, something here said, no, 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 you belong connected with this guy. Um, I only told him my experience in Vegas <laughs> after he said, Let's go to it. No, he said, I'm moving. I think to we were already in it. You didn't tell me to a game. Maybe okay. so, but he said, I'm moving to Atlanta. Do you want to come with me? I was like, yeah, I want to come with you. <laughs> because that, because my, that same thing that touched my spirit, I guess I can say that, mm-hmm. I knew that Atlanta. <laughs> <your> permission. <laughs> I, knew, I, uh, I, knew, I knew his move to Atlanta was connected to that, that moment I had in Vegas. I remember yeah. um, we were actually traveling somewhere. I had to preach this thing and something I don't know. And you said, read the, okay, let me, okay. Get, let me paint the picture for you. Yeah. He, he was my assistant in that world. So he was always with me anyway. Right. So I didn't even know he was having this whole conversation when we was in Vegas. I didn't know nothing about none of that. He didn't tell me. We were in Atlanta for a while and the mood and everything before he even told me, you know, I was, I'm like, what? You didn't say that to me. But I said, and I only remember this. We were in the car one time, and he said, Reed, do you think you're going to always be in North Carolina? All right, yeah. And I said, I don't know. I said, I don't know. I said, he said, do you think you moved somewhere? I think you may have called some cities. I said, mm-hmm. I don't know. Only thing I know, I'm doing right now what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And if I go, go somewhere, it's because God telling me this, this, this the path and the shift I'm supposed to make right now. Right. You know, so... It just worked out, you know. Yeah, and the reality is, because I stayed, I was able to see the whole thing work and walk itself out. 
I could have easily left and then realized that once I left, that God wasn't going to drop a piano on my head and curse me. <laughs> but I'm glad I, I, I stuck it out and followed that inner voice that said, no, 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 hang in there. Because what I was feeling ended up manifested anyway, manifesting mm. anyway. And yeah. a lot of times I think that, I think a lot of people have, they get some knowledge, they get mm-hmm. a truth, they get a revelation. I think it was your gift, honestly. I think it was, I mean, I hate them. I mean, just go We're going to start having conversations. I think it was honestly, you know, he has a prophetic gift. I think it was his gift. That's what I think it was. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes we just know, and we, you call it psychic ability or whatever, yeah. and I just think we just, we just know, and that's the only thing it is. We just know. Yeah, and, and to that point, and we won't start having the conversation. I'll say this, and we'll, we'll give it. But to that point, because of the part that I play in the big picture then and now, and that a lot of people that still that's a partner of the NBA network and that's not a partner but still coming on the videos and looking and carrying on, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think they, they, they look at what I'm going to say as well as what Reed is going to say. Mm-hmm. So I needed that year yeah. and a half for that thing to sit in me so when reed started coming out with this stuff i was right behind him i was like yeah i'm getting a tattoo of the earring yeah now i gave a little hard time because religiously, <laughs> like i said it was his gift it won't him religiously <laughs> thought my pastor was going to hell when he got earrings <laughs> I, I think they all thought i was crazy you know and that's okay you know because yeah. i just i started sharing sharing things that i hadn't shared right. i had shared some of what my then wife at the time you know, but I just <laughs> hadn't shared. That's so funny how you said it. Was, it wasn't my then wife. See, my now wife, I'm single now. <laughs> Y'all see me out there. I'm single. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> but what I was saying is I, I began to share because this platform is very intimate. And you put a mic in my mouth, I'm going to talk. Yeah. And yeah. so I started sharing stuff. And I'm like, oh, he said that, but the Bible says this. And then I explained, well, you know, I see, when I first started preaching at 17 years old, my, it's like second or third message, I picked up my Bible high as I could. And I dro- I was, I know I started off about 10 messages like that, and I would drop it right out the pulpit. And if I was on the high stage, it was real dramatic. I'd, be, I'd hold it from the high stage and drop it to the floor and the altar. Everybody like, oh! And I would say, this book means nothing. And, and I would begin to talk about how relationship with God was more important than that, 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 that. And it's so funny that I went right back to where I started. That's how I started. And I've done it every different places I went on the road. And I went right back to where I started and just began to just make some things plain. Yeah, so we, we have suffered a lot. One big thing is financial mm. because we were employed by the church. I'm Ubering right now to make money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and we got a whole lot of gifts because we're in church, so we use all of them to make money. Right, right, right. You know, but um, <laughs> six figures, and I, and I had people employed, and that was a over. Yeah. yeah. And, and people said some mean things. I yeah. Mean. Um, and people didn't want, like, because the thing was, I really fleshed out. If you if you ever find some of the old videos, you can't find them. I put them down. Oh uh, well, <laughs> rightfully so, because it was wild back in the day. And because I walked out a great part of the beginning of my journey in front of the camera, and people would say, you know, he don't need to be up there. Yeah, he's they would tell me tearing. Uh, people would comment. You know, Reed, I like your show, but your co-host, he's full of the... He, oh, yeah. He got demons. He don't need to be yeah. up there with Oh, yeah. So they love to just throw that out there. He got yeah, demons. That's, was, that's what me. What? But like, that, that is, like, really mean. It ain't it, though. And then they, I can read it. And they didn't even think about that, how 
my kids look to you as, you know, Manny or Mr. Right. Hill. Right. So they, I mean, they didn't think about, I've been knowing you on how many years and you're a person, you're a human. You know, and they told me that you need to get him off the show. But I said, no, I want him up here because he, he's him. You know, and, and that's and that's what I want. And it just, and it has worked. Yeah, it's worked. It it has worked. It so booyah! Worked. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> but they don't know it's gonna work until somebody else that they look up to come around and talk about. Okay, this show need to take it to this level. And they're like, oh yeah, we always knew. You ain't always right. knew, yeah. Dabba. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I know you said like that. Are uh, you still go to churches and stuff like that? And you still, if it, like, if you get asked to come speak, you'll do mm-hmm. it. Uh, I find it for for me personally, it's kind of hard to kind of move around in those circles because coming out of it, you can see the circles. You can see the elements of control by the pastors and everybody who wants to be the pastor. It's very overwhelming. Like all the small churches want to eventually be a mega church and they want a structure like that. And then you got the the pastors with the bodyguards outside the door. I don't know how many you had, uh, but... uh, He had one. He had a trigger man. He had no, a trigger I, man. No, I, yeah. I, I always kept one there. One was Dio. You know, he was the yeah. bulldog. You know, he was the main person when it came to security and stuff. But then if yeah. he wanted, then there would be a lot left. If he wanted there, then he'll, know, he'll, he'll always be. You know, but I, well, let me say this. That tattoo on that right arm listen, is all the business. Listen. That arm is. Pull your arm up so we can see it. Which one? Got him. No. What's that on that up the this part right here? The, the, on the them stars. Yeah. No, that's the uh, the um, circle of uh, life. Oh, okay. The flower of life. I'm sorry. Oh, Fla- flower of life. That's sick. Yeah, that, that's that's stupid. I got the, I got the, got the caduceus and I got the Holy Spirit, which is you know uh, what I'm saying the uh, the spine, and mm. then as you're enlightened through meditation, oh. the Kundalini. Oh, energy okay. well, raises you know, up the spine and you become the it is demonic spirit. It's the, they say yeah. the demonic. Hold on, didn't I have Kundalini at Olive Garden yesterday? <laughs> no, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why a lot of people say this. People, um, there's a lot of prophets and apostles are operating in this kind of spirit when they start. That's 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 new now. Yeah, that's new now. That's something new. I did a video on that. That was the video that kind of pushed me over the edge. Like, cause we were still operating in church circles, leading worship. I did like worship hip hop, my buddy saying he was anointed man he'd get in there and start playing and just the presence of god and i do hip-hop just rapping about the love of god mm-hmm. and we were still we still do churches but then i'm i'm doing podcasts with people about spiritual encounters we start talking about the kundalini is the same thing as the holy spirit Ooh. and uh so i'm i'm you know what i'm saying filled with the holy spirit since i was 13 had a, a supernatural encounter in somebody's living room at a prayer meeting and I never knew anything about that. The fire of God hit me, yeah. come down my back. I'm shaking, crying. I felt like it burnt out all the wrong that I ever did in an instant when I gave my life to Jesus or whatever. Burnt everything up. Felt totally new. And then years later, it's about, you know, I'm saying 15 years later, we start doing yoga and we're doing kundalini yoga. And it's okay, just breathe in. I'm feeling the Holy Spirit all over my body, that same energy. Yeah. And it's the same energy. I know the Holy Ghost. I fellowship yeah. with the Holy Ghost daily, whatever you want to call it. I, he don't mm-hmm. care. That's not his name, but you kind of get into that presence. You can feel it. So I'm like, okay, let's see what makes us the same. This Kundalini energy, people start crying. People start shaking. They start speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. And the fruit of it's the same. They leave changed. 
they touch God, God touches them, whatever, and they leave change. So you talk about it's, it's demonic. These people's whole lives are changed for the better after they experience this, well, you know? It's, it, it's, just, it's just a name, it's just a title. And, it, and I understand if you're watching and yeah. you struggle with hearing, you know, truth to say, you know, it's the Holy Spirit and Kundalini is the same. Yeah. What are you it. talking so, about? Yeah. I know the religious mind. I, yeah. I know what happens to war. But if you just look at what what it brings, it's just the name. It's, the it's, it's God, just get yeah. God. God and that, that energy that comes from him, the, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it. If the fruit of it, and you can use the, the text thing, you don't know the tree by the fruit, they the bad. So mm-hmm. you look at what's bad, and then you go, know, okay, now hold on. This is just this path. This is just that path. Right. And it's all the same thing. You said something to me. You asked me, it was it hard to move around those circles? I moved around in those circles. And most people aren't going to invite me now. Right. Um, <laughs> the appointments are not coming in. No more. I haven't had an <laughs> appointment with a proper deposit in months. <laughs> you know, as proper deposit. Because that deposit ain't proper. ain't coming nowhere. That ain't God. The devil told you to invite me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so I I just um I don't have no problem if they went I know how to go into a church. There's so much many wonderful things that can empower people yeah. that's in the Bible that I can preach from. And I'm a technician. I've done it twenty years and retired in the field. You know, so I know how to go into your church and build the people up in a way that my conscience can allow me to feel okay with doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and use the Bible. And and they will be empowered and prophesy. I got to give a prophecy and really minister to your people. Mm-hmm. I can work in wherever you are. I got good good sense, right. but they think I can't. Right. You know, so that's what they did. Get them and get them next day. Get up out this church. Right. <laughs> and I'm only going for moral support. <laughs> They gonna check you at the door. Right. <laughs> no, I had, I had, dude, I had, I had an instance. Um, here and just uh, just a couple of months ago, a buddy of mine was doing a gospel concert at um, a park, a city park. He, they rented the park. They got permission. They they ministering to the people in the community and they're begging me to come out like they're close friends of mine. And I don't want to go in those circles. I'm they know me like, you know, what I'm saying my my uh, renown precedes me. People, people who I don't know, know me and they meet me and they know my story. I got to figure out. Who in, who told him about me? Oh, he told you about me. Damn, you think I'm a witch? Okay, okay, they told you about me. Now you think I'm a mighty man of God? Okay, so I had to figure that out. So I was, yeah, right. So I was asked asked to come out, and um, I said, all right, man, this this is my buddy. I'm gonna come out. It's in the park. I'm gonna do it for him. They 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 put my name on the flyer. Well, the day of, I was like, man, I can't I can't go, man. There's no way I can't. I can't go down there, man. And people will run me out of there. They, they, they come down there. So I didn't go. I, I said, hey, bro, I'm sick, man. I can't make it. Oh, we'll, we'll catch on the next one. So a couple of weeks later, I, I just show up at one, not to perform, not to minister, just to show up and support. I get there and, and it ends up, you know, they have their, their event and stuff. And they say, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of glad you didn't come to the, the one you were invited to. I was like, why? They said, well, the lady who's over the park, not the church folk, but the lady who's over the park, said that if you showed up, they were going to shut the whole event down. If you showed up, they see my name, they're going to shut the whole event down. Um, it's come out because I, you know, I talk about mushroom in experiences and stuff like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying ayahuasca and stuff like that on the show, too. And they said, well, you, you talk about Jesus and going around giving people mushrooms and stuff. So uh-huh. it's kind of hard to kind of still move in them circles, even though sometimes you get you get, you know, what I'm saying begged to or whatever. But uh, it's just about being real to yourself, man. And you know what I'm saying? Like you were saying, Terrell, Terrell, am I saying it right? Terrell. Terrell. 
I'm sorry, man. I'm going to say it both ways all night. But, no. Hold up. <laughs> Can we edit that out? I'm sorry. Um, in, anyway, you, you kind of you, you, you find out who you really are. And, like, you can be yourself, and it's okay, even in the spiritual movement. But I think I picked this up from the church, though, is, like, you couldn't let them see your human side. That's why I asked you at the beginning, like, was it okay to joke around and all and, and, and talk? Um, and in the circles we were, it kind of w- would show that you wasn't spiritual enough or, you right. you know what I'm saying, you didn't want nobody praying. You couldn't pray for people because we seen you telling jokes or just being regular person or whatever. So it took a lot for me to say, okay, this is who I am. I enjoy, like I got a bunch of video game posters and stuff like that in my background. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm into all kinds of stuff to be able to show my listeners that side of me to say, mm-hmm. okay, you don't, cause I do, cause so I don't do gospel rap anymore, but I do spiritual hip hop. So, mm-hmm. but I, I use all the Kundalini terms and even the Christian biblical terms too. I do all that. So to, but it paints me as this huge spiritual leader and people mm. just think I'm this guru, which I am, but I am the down to earth side too. So it's about truly being yourself and understanding like the yin and the yang, mm. the positive and the negative. And it's, it's good to be spiritual. We can get deep, but it's okay just to be who you are and like the stuff that you like, man. And, and there's so many people in the church who can't, who can't come to terms with that. And I tell you, even people out of the church, man, people envy that when you can just be yourself, no matter what it is, if you can, if you can tell jokes and be funny, if you can talk about Wendy Williams and talk about Donald Trump and and speak (laughs) your mind, regardless of the audience, this is you being you Mm -hmm. and they see you shining, doing what you're put here to do, what you're born to do. And it drives the nations to envy, man. And we, we Mm -hmm. see that I've, I see people who are doing what they love to do for a living. I don't care if it is the tattoo artists, like, Mm -hmm. like it's crazy to go to the tattoo shops and see these guys who are bad at what they do and they get paid and they do it for a living. And I'm driving a, a, a truck, like a box truck delivering uh, stuff. And it would move me to envy to see my people who are spiritual gurus and hip hop artists making a living off what they love to do. It drives people to envy. So that's where a lot of that negativity and stuff spawns yeah. from. So kudos to you guys for I, being yourselves, man. It yeah. says a lot. I, I should say this. This is my personal opinion. You have not had an encounter with God if you have not had an encounter with yourself. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that Pop the top for me as it relates to the, my my present spiritual journey was, was a conversation reading I was having about me going to the doctor for my head. <laughs> I, I was not yeah. right in my head. Yeah, and I say that jokingly, but the reality was I was raised that you don't go to counseling, you don't get on medicine. Yeah, and one of the most hardest things I ever done was embrace the fact. I needed help. I was clinically depressed, severely clinically depressed, they said. And embracing that was the beginning of my true spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And that taught me a lesson on the onset that the way to God is through yourself. And if you cannot embrace your, uh, Reach said this all the time, your flaws and all, mm-hmm. if you can't embrace your flaws and all, you're, you're I don't believe you've had an encounter with God. I think you've had an encounter with religion. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, I am. I, and I would have to echo that. And one of the things that I heard is when you were saying this true seeker, something that I say all the time, 
I believe at the crux and the core of true spirituality is humanity. Mm-hmm. And so if you, the more human you are, the more spiritual you are. Yes. And so, and I think it is extremely important for all religions to start pushing that because what happened is um, there is this thing that is in religion that says in order to be spiritual, you need to. In order to be spiritual, you cannot. Mm-hmm. In order to be spiritual, then you need to become. And it actually is teaching without knowing, yeah. teaching disassociative disorders, yeah. clinical, yeah. and all this stuff, it creates depression and all this yeah. as opposed to saying, okay, be you, yep. be more of that. You know, be and be good to yourself. Yes. Be mm-hmm. good to yourself. Yes. And that creates spirituality. So at the crux of spirituality is humanity and being a human, being that spirit in clay mm-hmm. that comes from God and shining as God in this world. Yes. Period. Point yeah. blank. If I could share real quick. Yeah. I, I know the time is getting past. This morning in meditation, mm-hmm. I woke up. W- when you when you have to current you know because I came off my depression medication cold turkey, so it's a, I'm always working on staying at a certain level. And sometimes you wake up not your best. Mm-hmm. I got in my closet. I put my candle on because that's how I choose to meditate. And I didn't be like in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help me. I said I asked myself, Vincent, and I said it out loud. How do you feel right? And as I start verbalizing how I felt, the more peace, mm-hmm. peaceful I got. And then I could connect, and that's when I started meditating. Mm-hmm. So the idea of pushing it away to get to some, um, yeah. mm-hmm. some ethereal place <laughs> yeah. versus embracing, and the feeling that I was feeling at the moment was fear. I admit Ooh. it. I am being fearful right now. And as soon as I admitted it and embraced it, it was like, Oh, and but 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 that's not what religion that I learned was taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was I bind fear in the name of Jesus. I will not fear. You know, I believe in God, and I'm going to become this thing yeah, that I want to be. Yeah, and you're pushing yourself <laughs> away from the part of you're pushing yourself yeah. away from yourself. Yeah, and you're creating another self. From in a clinical yes. standpoint, you absolutely you, you you're creating another self. A, a, a dis, a, you're disassociating from your core self. Mm-hmm. If you want to begin the journey of spirituality, ask yourself, who am I, and what do mm-hmm. I want? Mm-hmm. When you ask yourself those two questions you, over and over every day, even if you don't verbalize them, just hold them in your heart, mm-hmm. and you're just asking God, Jesus, higher power. I don't know who you talk to. Who am I? Yeah, all of them. What? what, <laughs> what God name. Somebody. <laughs> but I mean, you, who am I? What do I want? Yeah. And if you just soak in those two questions, you you gonna for you. Know, I, I give I give you a good three months, then another check in with you, another six months check in, with another eight, another twelve. You're gonna consistently become closer and closer to God and yourself. It's just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so it's so it's so powerful what you said, man. Just about what you can and can't do, and this is acceptable. This isn't acceptable. Just for years we've heard it, and I've seen it's been like a uh, like a, a meme I've been seeing, not a picture meme, but just everybody's saying it. Christians can't. Christian can't. I've seen a post somebody said Christians can't believe in horoscopes. Christians cannot. I was like, you want to bet? And we, you know, what I'm saying we we actually talk about psychedelics. Christians can't eat mushrooms. You want to bet? You didn't. You didn't. You didn't make the rules. Don't you? You're adding to it. Like 
you're you're adding to it and so you didn't let me in the club so you can't kick me out of the club mm-hmm. so they say you can't have faith in jesus or you need to quit preaching jesus because you preaching kundalini as well or whatever mm-hmm. you mixing these together they get mad you guys know it you guys are talking about wendy williams and you're talking about the prophetess and people and what's going on in the church world you guys get it all <laughs> the time man. right yeah you know, live we literally cover whatever is going on right mm-hmm. yep. um so whatever's going on, have you have you seen have you seen the video yet of uh, Donald Trump throwing paper towels? I can't believe it. You seen believe, it? <laughs> I couldn't believe, and I couldn't believe when he said Puerto Rico, you have thrown a wrench in our budget, and we don't spend up all the money. I'm like, he, oh, on the show we call him a press butainer. He is our mm. press. He's, he's the president because he's in the position. Yeah. View is coming from he's a businessman, and entertainer because he's entertainment. Yeah. So he's the entertainer. He is a press butainer. He is not what we would want to see as a sitting president. <laughs> right. You know, and 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 I, I don't even know when to say people throwing the paper towel I mean, like shooting them like yeah. <laughs> gotcha. yeah. And it's, and to think it's okay. Right. That that is a businessman. You know, right. business is a lot of times evil. Right. And so I he he I said he had like he had Ethiopia throwing back the right <laughs> yeah. So what the world he doing? This is in his mind, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's where he, that's where he was at. Look, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys coming on here, hanging out with me. Plug your show again. You know what I'm saying? Your links. Uh, Jerry, you can plug your stuff too. Whatever you got going on. Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Who's Jerry? Terry. 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 Oh, Terry. He's a Terry. You call coming to Alabama, bro. It's a mixture oh, between. It's, it's, it's a mixture between Terrell. And Larry, Terry. Oh, I'm going to quit. Heal Larry us. Yeah, heal Larry yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a good Okay, one. okay, okay. Yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but hold on. But you sick. Are you I, in Alabama? I'm in, I'm in Alabama, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Mob Town, Mobile. Leave? Born in New Orleans. New Orleans, and uh, I've been oh, here since like so you, okay, 2000 for good. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering because you... Your skin is pale, but I just don't see right here white in your voice. Listen, I'm going to tell you, when he was setting up the thing and you were talking, I said, I thought the man I seen on my thing was white. Yeah. 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 Hey, it kind of helps for the, for the um, hip hop, man. Um, You know, I get a pass, especially when, when I got a bunch of white friends and they're like, what do you, what do you do, man? And they just sound (laughs) super duper white. I was like, it's just the way I talk, but it's, it's good for that. But when it's time to give lectures and stuff like that, it kind of. Okay, yeah. now you now you kind of ghetto, but in the yeah. rap the rap realm, it works really good. So I got to try yeah. to straighten up the vocabulary. And stuff. You got to know how to do both of them. I just said on the show the other day, I said they borrow for us for the for the entertainment and things of nature. I said, but when it comes to public speaking that kind of stuff, we borrow for them. We go away. Yeah, and I said do both of them. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, but yeah, we come on Mondays at seven p.m. Larry okay. Reed Live Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Larry Reed Live. Go ahead and subscribe right now. Right now. Or, and you can also watch us live. Huh? You can watch us live on Facebook and Periscope, uh, facebook.com forward slash Larry Reed Live, and periscope.tv forward slash Larry Reed Live. Or you can subscribe to our text club oh, yeah. by texting Larry Reed Live, no spaces, to 33. Two, two, two. Yeah, you and the link will come there. You know exactly where to where to go to feel live when you do that. Awesome, man! It's so it's so awesome what you, what you guys are doing, and especially for such a time as this, it's now okay. Like we're, whatever's going on with technology and people, everyone having a voice. Yeah. Um, you guys yeah. are vocalizing what it, what wasn't okay to say, even though 
the majority thought about it. Like they, yeah. we had, we, wow. we feel this way about Trump. We yeah. feel this way about the pastor who's sleeping around. We feel this uh, way about yeah. Eddie Long and all this stuff. But when we oh, talk man. about it, we get in trouble. We can't Eddie! do it. So now we love you, Eddie. We miss you. But um, <laughs> um, there, there's a um, it's like almost like a um, there's a Christian rock band I used to follow back in like 2004, five, six, by the name of Emory. And so they have a podcast. It's called the Bad christian podcast and they they basically do the same thing they go they come on there they may have a few beers they 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 mm-hmm. talk they're, they're dudes they talk about their struggles they talk about what they love they talk about reconciling faith and mm-hmm. and beliefs changing and is there a hell well i don't believe hell i've been studying it and they just kind of mm-hmm. reconcile faith and they're just keeping it real and they're blowing up they're, they're, they're like showing the humanity side the same thing that that you guys are doing and still talking about spiritual topics, spiritual issues and giving your opinion on them. So man, kudos to what you guys are doing. It's, it's very much needed. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's paying off and I'm a subscriber. Like I, 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 I pay attention, man. Every time you guys go live, I'm watching and even yeah. the behind the scenes stuff, man, you know what I'm saying? Do the, do, you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. I'm a, you definitely got a subscriber here and I'm sharing you guys out right now with all of my fan base and everybody who I'm involved with. So make sure you guys go subscribe. Larry Reed Live. Check them out, guys. Thanks so much oh, for yeah. coming on the show. Hanging out, man. Appreciate y'all. Thanks so Thank much. We have to do it again. We have to do it again. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. We, we can. Sure. All right. Shalom. Peace, peace. All right. Peace. Larry Reed Live, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one, one thing that's pretty pretty um, uh, big on, on the show is you're going to hear a lot of religious terms and stuff. So I don't know if it's um, just because I know the terminology and then hear them crack jokes about it or tell it like it really is you may not like them if if you don't have those frames of references i'm not sure but definitely go check them out because these guys are hilarious man whether they're talking about religious stuff because they kind of it's kind of interwoven throughout their whole show but they'll like i said they'll they'll cover whatever's happening in in the media with a comedic twist so those guys are awesome make sure you go check them out um so delighted that they came on to hang out thank you everybody who's hanging out in the chat room as well you guys are awesome so you guys all chatting here christy lee edward carolyn uh ar monk canto who else we got here a whole bunch of people so a lot of people who listen to um the podcast end where there's no video they catch it on um itunes or android whatever your favorite podcasting app is i get emails from new people all the time and they want to know how to listen live like how do i call in because I, I always have the phone lines open how do i call in how do i catch you live and so if you're listening on that end that device um you just subscribe to my youtube channel and you'll be alerted every time that i go live or join the patreon too and i'm going to start sending out alerts right before I go live too, just so you guys will be informed and kind of, you know what I'm saying? Grab that cup of coffee and light the incense and kind of go live with me and join some spiritual chat. Um, I am helping, uh, Christy Lee, who is a good friend of ours. She, uh, has a broadcast that she does on Wednesday nights over on blog talk. So go to blogtalk.com backslash tap in and tune in. Or I think it's tap in, tune in, or tap in and tune in. Just type in one or the other. You, you'll find it. So I'll be live with her tomorrow night and every Wednesday. So we get a lot of response over there, man. Uh, she's leading open meditation and teaching people how to go into the trance state and experience the healing that they want for their bodies. It's so beautiful what she's doing. So 
with that, I'm saying thank you again to everybody who was supporting on Patreon, helping me month to month. Like I said, I am doing this full time. I'm doing the music. I'm doing the podcasting and I do graphic art and video work and stuff on the side as well. So if you want to support what I'm doing and get rewards, all the unreleased music that I have is available at www.patreon.com backslash true You can sign up for any level of giving and it would mean so much to me and my family for you to do that. If you want to see me succeed, if you want to help, if you want my music, all that good stuff, patreon.com backslash true seeker. I love each and every one of y'all and we'll do this again very soon. Shalom. Shalom. Peace. Goodbye.
Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.